0: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of Four Seasons and a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and an absolute stinker of a fifth season. Today we are talking about Season 2, Episode 5 of Fringe, Dream Logic. My name is Charlie, and joining me today are David and Nick. Hi, I'm David.
1: And hi, I'm Nick. Well, that that was... Another
0: another week. (laughs) Yep. That was was an intro right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Hey, Absolute Stinker was not my idea. Whose was it? My girlfriend's. Ah. (laughs) Outsourcing it already? I was like, I was like, I need one. Oh, wait, I have Cats 2019. I'll use that one. (laughs) She's like, what about Absolute Stinker? I'm like, it's also good. Haven't we already already used used Cats cats 2019 as one of them? Yeah, that's why he didn't use it
2: this time. He used it last time. Good.
0: (laughs) I am directly referencing and dating when I came up with this this placeholder
2: (laughs) oh yeah it's not because like we record these way in advance either so Mm -hmm, you know the audience is totally gonna know (laughs) of course of course (laughs) i mean it's not as bad as the first couple episodes because we recorded like episode one i think we had that in the bank for like four or five months Uh, before we uploaded it
1: we started uploading we started uploading Mm -hmm. these things when like april
2: well, don't look at the podcast because <laughs> it lies.
1: Yes, no, no. no. What are you talking about? We did start
0: uploading these December thirty first, nineteen sixty nine. No, what are you is that about? not it, or is it January first, nineteen seventy? I'm pretty. It's something.
2: It's way no. in the past. It's like nineteen eighty five. It's a
0: really weird date yeah. that it chose. Is so it episode
2: not one epoch. It might be because that then makes sense.
0: Then it's January first, nineteen seventy. Yeah. Time doesn't exist before yeah, that. Yeah, January first, nineteen seventy, and then yeah, no, it was March, March twenty third,
1: when we uploaded our first one.
2: Okay, yeah, we recorded the first one, January sixth. <laughs>
1: nice. Or
0: no, <laughs> so had, three I months. To... Oh man, <laughs> that's rough. Oh, we realize we've, it was so long ago. We've we've done a good job,
2: <laughs> guys. We've been doing the podcast for eight months now.
0: That's oh my god, actually, insane.
1: <laughs> it's
2: almost a year. Oh shit. That's crazy. And,
1: and hey, we almost have 200 downloads.
2: <laughs> so, so little. <laughs> I saw on Facebook uh, a person I went to high school with started a podcast, also on Podbean, and I was just like, I hope you fail. Oh, David. <laughs> I didn't say it, or it and post it. That's just what I thought in my head. David. Listen, we don't need more competition.
1: <laughs> yes, because they also started a fringe podcast, didn't they? It- <laughs> oddly enough yeah wow incredible all right never mind yeah, I, I, I hope they,
2: they also thought there was no fringe podcasts <laughs> to be fair
1: is if a four records an episode and nobody hears it did it really get recorded almost 200 people have heard our episodes thank you very much i disagree <laughs> almost 200 downloads of of an episode <laughs> have happened oh
2: uh, anyways i guess uh bring us the tv guide then well we haven't uh, even talked going... about what we did <laughs> oh I yeah i guess it's, it's, it's pandemic hey. it's nothing happens nick no i did
1: stuff
0: again it's great
1: <laughs> what
0: did you do nick i did i,
1: I did have no things. updates <laughs> uh i i uh I'm, I'm gonna be taing this fall again woo and it's that course that i did last fall um so that'll be fun. You guys remember how that went last year. Uh, Being but, a oh yeah, that TA. wasn't Woo-hoo.
0: frustrating at all. But but this time, it's
1: all online, and I get to record some of the labs Ooh, in advance.
2: That's going to be so much worse, my dude. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs>
1: it's going to suck. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be so weird.
2: You thought you got spammed of emails before. Oh god. <laughs> uh,
1: well, the important thing is, I don't think people are only going to come to me this time. I think there's going to be people that will go to everyone else. <laughs>
2: Oh, Charlie and I know 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 what that means. <laughs> the
1: audience doesn't though. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, well, that's that's what I've done. I, that officially got confirmed today. Nice. <laughs> so hey, I get to make um, some money this fall.
2: <laughs>
0: yay! I've done nothing, David. What have you done?
2: I've done nothing. Um,
0: okay, on to the TV guy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and for David and Nick, I'm going to read everything that David posted for the TV guide. <laughs> <laughs> the TV guide reads, the Fringe Division tries to decode dreams after going to Seattle to investigate a man's frightening visions that caused him to attack his boss. Broyles has a meeting with Nina Sharp. And then David quoted Broyles has a meeting with Nina Sharp and commented, yeah, he does.
1: <laughs> he does. <laughs> You're right. He does have a meeting with Nina Sharp. Um, I don't think it warranted that much. Uh... Yeah, it's just yeah, a professional.
0: It's a professional business meeting. Yeah, uh, yeah. They don't actually meeting. make physical contact at all during this meeting. <laughs> yeah, COVID. yeah, but
1: they,
2: but they eye fuck each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, they do. <laughs> Nina just presses a button and her arm just starts doing weird shit and Boros <laughs> is like, not now, Nina. <laughs> we have important matters to discuss.
2: Ooh. Maybe I should just write some Nina Burles fan fanfiction.
0: <laughs> oh no, maybe, we don't need maybe that. That's,
2: maybe that's what my contribution to the fringe community should be. Not this <laughs> podcast, just Nina and Burl's fanfiction. fiction.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, let's bring this up now. David floated the idea of doing a bonus episode somewhere along probably season two, uh, but it might be further down the line if that makes sense, uh, where we each, in my mind, it would be we each select a fan fiction and we we have to read the whole thing and then give a synopsis. Oh. They would have to
2: be of similar lengths, because yes. so- someone can't just decide to do like yeah. a thousand word drabble. You got it. We've got to do at least ten k fan fiction. Yeah. No. Oh, no. no. We'll,
0: we'll do a minimum word count. Yeah. Um. So minimum if you want maximum. that to happen, please uh, leave a review or tweet at us at Twitter. <laughs> or if we you should... are horrified at the prospect of that, also tell us. <laughs> What we should do
2: is we shouldn't name the fan fictions either, because we don't want to shame the writers if they're terrible. Just be real vague about it.
0: Also... Oh, no, I'm gonna... Also... This is a dead fandom, David. Also... You
2: don't know that? We're recording a podcast for it right now.
1: Exactly. Um, <laughs> hey, and also the, like, the Fringepedia, uh, it's it's starting to pick up some traffic again. It's great. I can actually get into <laughs> the... Uh, the website? The Wayback Machine, but part of it way faster. <laughs> That I
0: used to be able to. Just you're
2: the only one going to the website.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Anyhow, uh, let's get into the episode. Sorry. Just,
1: just, just, one more. Just one more thing. I'm also oh going to say. No, no, no. I'm just going to say right now. When it comes to the fanfic, also, if anyone really wants us to read a fanfic and post their own, I will read that one as mine. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: Time to uh, write a fanfic and send it to our Gmail <laughs> <laughs> and pretend it came from a listener. I'm going to be uh, so there, upset.
0: There are 3.3 thousand fanfictions on fanfic.net for Fringe. <laughs> That's oh, a God. pretty
2: sizable amount you, you wanna television know
0: show. You, you want to know it's real depressing, David? What? <laughs> if you only do the default filters, which is rated K through T... Only two point eight thousand show oh, up? <laughs> Meaning no. a full five hundred are rated M. Oh no. So those are the ones
1: we're going to, right?
2: <laughs> i mean you get to choose what you want to do my friend
1: but but also david don't look at those fanfics because i promise you at least half of them Ooh, will contain oh, massive I, spoilers
2: yeah we'll yeah, have to filter I, out I, for you i would need one of you to vet the fanfic
1: i'm gonna read because <laughs> charlie you know exactly what i bet at least 100 of those fanfics are <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot oh all yeah.
1: right
2: <laughs> let's get into the actual episode <laughs>
0: Alright, um, so, uh,
1: this episode opens up, uh, and we surprisingly don't, well, we open up in a like pretty normal setting. Uh, Olivia's returned back to the bowling alley, um, and uh, is telling Sam, yeah, no, thanks, thanks for helping me. Um, looks like I'm not going to need any more counseling, you know, I've got my memories back. Um, and Sam just kind of looks, and is like, yeah, no, no, there's something else happened. What, what else is going on? <laughs>
0: thank you for solving the trauma of which it is my only trauma and no other traumas exist goodbye yes. <laughs> listen just-
2: Samway's looking at her and think like, hmm who died <laughs> <laughs> it's like what
1: listen he's good at his job this-, this show is a lot of just people being good at their jobs or really bad at their jobs those, those are the two spectrums
0: <laughs> eh, Charlie was okay at his job Ooh, I mean that's why he's dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> He wasn't bad at it, and he wasn't amazing at it. He was okay. Like, if that was a regular human being, he would have killed them. But instead, (laughs) it was a shapeshifter from a different universe, so he got killed. And then impersonated for four episodes. I I guess that's what you get for
1: being, you know, an average human. You make it through one season of Fringe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is the most you could hope for as an extra, is making it through at least an episode. Oh, no. not a season.
1: Uh, But yeah, no, um, Sam Weiss is just kind of like, all right, uh, we've got more to talk about. um, And um, gives her uh, another sort of like method to help her deal with her grief. uh, And brings up that, you know, the color red will be a part of it um and yeah that's sort of the end of that we're sort of left kind of wondering what's what's gonna go on there um, what the
2: hell is weiss smoking
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> he's smoking the same shit that john scott ghost was <laughs> <laughs> basically to be honest he's like how fucking vague can i be <laughs> <laughs> this is this is hey, honestly, john honestly. scott's same. ghost how did you do it? And he's like, I just walked in and out of elevators, my guy. <laughs> so voice is like, hmm, how do I one-up that?
1: I know. I've got it. We'll learn about the that color soon.
0: red. Ooh. Ooh. You're um, an Aquarius, aren't you? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he's just a cold
2: reader. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: a really, really good cold reader. <laughs>
2: I'm looking at you, and it's something that begins with letter C. <laughs>
1: I mean, age. Looks, someone died. Is unconscious. Was
2: born.
0: cancer. He was a cancer. <laughs> Us relationship. His wife was bad.
1: <laughs> Anyways, we then meet our first new 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 face in the uh, in the episode um a guy who is late for a meeting uh at a law firm and Uh,
0: funny you should mention um face like new face because he's (laughs) seeing some shit oh yeah don't worry about it um
2: he's i was fully expecting this to be like an episode of like uh body snatchers where these guys were just monsters and he was seeing the truth did not expect it to go where he went
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was (laughs) no slightly different direction slightly different direction um but yeah no he walks into this office um he seems good seems a little bit frazzled ties and on properly he, he looks like he woke up late to a meeting um otherwise though you know he's fine um I sees mean, a couple he's of his being friends yelled at
2: by his boss and everyone who sees him is going oh shit man you're in trouble they're all calling him a dead man
1: um like he's a dead man walking <laughs> at this point uh <laughs> Uh, but you know, he's seen all his friends, they they all got, they got new haircuts, um, it's a little bit weird, uh, but I don't know, I guess it was like Halloween in the office. Um, and yeah, makes his way over to his boss. And his boss has also decided that it's a Halloween theme time, and- um, His
2: boss turns out to be Sauron.
1: Just a little bit. He's <laughs> got, some, got some interesting devil horns, that dude. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no. Um, you know, Greg, our uh, our happy-go-lucky guy here, decides that he's had enough of this shit and beats the beats the shit out of his boss in this scene here. Uh,
2: just with the briefcase, going hard on the dude. <laughs> yep,
1: like... he gets two of them too. Also gets the other guy. The <laughs> the woman stays out of the way smartly because holy fuck. <laughs>
2: I guess that's like a heavy metal briefcase because holy shit, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> oh, it's really bad.
1: <laughs> um, and yeah, no, um, just as just before the cold open, uh, we see the guy with his eyes shifting back and forth really, really fast, getting surprisingly big. Uh, Which is
2: not okay. I did not like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, honestly, the shifting back and forth was
0: fine. It was the fact that his eyes seemed to grow. Like, they're way too big for his face. Oh. Yeah, there's a... Uh, no, there's something about rapidly moving eyes that's not like anything to do with the eye not behaving the way it's supposed to is not okay. That's fair, but yeah, um, it's a good that, cold open. It's it's a solid yeah. cold open. Uh, definitely
1: no, like definitely doesn't remind you of another cold open that we had that possibly involved butterflies.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it totally does not make you think that you accidentally. St- switch to like the cw and you're watching supernatural instead also that one uh
2: <laughs> yeah the effects for the um like the demon heads were very reminiscent i don't know of like of grim or something
1: yeah <laughs> you could like, tell didn't that that feel was, like fringe yeah you could tell that that was just what other people did and they were like well they're already there <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean it helps add to the eventual reveal of what was going on because it's like oh it wasn't fringe essentially like yes. they weren't actually yeah. demons or anything like that wasn't the fringe aspect of the episode so it makes sense that it doesn't really look like it fits in the universe
1: no that's very right. fair um but yeah you know after that happy little scene uh we get walter and peter <laughs> moving in we get an actual
0: happy little
1: scene oh no this one's very sad walter's <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Walter it's basically Wal it's a great scene cuz Walter's deciding to uh, sleep in the living room and I have a note here which is just Walter sleeping in the li- living room my personal dream
0: well he's like he's like I got the fireplace to keep me warm and if I'm hungry the kitchen is 13 steps away which is a amazing. prime number and a sign of good fortune and I'm, like, I'm with you dude
2: <laughs> just amazing being that close to the kitchen at all times I'd do that
1: that's, that, that's, always, that's why you sleep that's why you sleep downstairs whenever you visit Charlie and Maggie's right yeah.
0: <laughs> I always like all the the math tweets that have come out where someone's like, "Hey, are you upset by the fact that seventy one isn't a prime number or are you a normal person <laughs> Oh that is upsetting yeah I'm, and you you don't realize that it's wrong until you realize, like until someone shows it to you and you're like that's not that's not okay <laughs> Why isn't that ah oh. Yeah. But yeah, thirteen prime number, good luck, sure. It's all it's all good.
1: Um, <laughs> good, good joke, and, Walter. And we get this we get this really street um sweet scene as well of Astrid coming in and giving a like a moving in gift, which is a slightly weird moving in gift.
0: Um well, it's a housewarming present. <laughs> yeah, it's a little housewarming yeah. gift. <laughs> and it's for water. Yes. Yeah. So that's I mean, it's not like it's a plant or anything, it's bread. Yes. <laughs> which is just so for good luck, apparently. I guess. I didn't know that probably, one. Probably
2: properly baked in a real oven and not something that's against everything I believe in.
0: I don't know what you talk about. Those are delicious. I still don't understand this. I do not understand. Still, I still feel like I am missing something also, this listeners, this entire thing.
1: listeners, chime in in the comments. Um, are you pro or con on bread machines? <laughs> we need to know. Uh,
2: bread machines are the most, like... Upper middle class white person thing in the goddamn world.
1: But they make bread
0: so good. Like, you don't have to do any work. You just put the ingredients in there. It's great. Ugh. I also don't set it overnight. Like, the reason for your, like, crazy. Against this, for this, like Listen, it's a Troy. fucking bread maker, dude. Calm <laughs> exactly. down. Charlie.
2: You should know now that when I take a stand, if it's funnier for me to take the stand <laughs> as drastically as possible, I will do that. But yeah, because yeah, David-
0: uh, Avatar The Last Airbender is an anime, right? I'll stab you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to your house tomorrow. You
1: are. Oh, I can't wait oh, to man. can't wait to show up. Can't wait to uh, like send, send a message to, to Charlie on Saturday and just hear, oh yeah, no, Charlie's dead again.
0: <laughs> again. <laughs> I don't know how many man, times you've killed him. <laughs> Can you list all your like liver like ride or die stances to this point in your life?
2: Um, bread makers are evil. Uh, Ooh, Avatar, Avatar is, is not an anime. Uh,
0: any animated production not made um, outside of Japan. Is... well
2: that eh, I would count Tower of God as an anime, and that's a korean based one, so it's so, really just avatar at this point <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it's just avatar. um what else am I right or die about uh ooh, subs not dubs
1: <laughs> okay always. so far most of these are like some like, See, of these are anime
0: it, subs not dubs has like valid arguments behind it that I understand,
2: but subs not dubs always. <laughs>
0: okay that's an issue
2: not just for anime <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right <laughs> dude watches english tv in french with subtitles on <laughs> so no no, no
2: I, I just i just mean a, a original language of whatever the show is okay, okay i
0: i can actually get behind that though but
2: also then if if it
1: is an originally like an english tv show then you put on the french subtitles right
2: no, then I just put on English subtitles, because I am also subtitles always on.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: just all What if you want to discuss the show you're watching, and yeah. then don't want to miss anything? Subtitles.
2: <laughs> That's all I think I'm, like, really ride or die about. Ooh, uh... Food. There's so uh,
0: many the more food things. The, the, the uh, grammar. Only, uh, no, no, no. Not grammar. One sorry. grammar rule in particular. Yes. yes. That me and Nick don't understand.
2: I'll stab you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's a lot in case you're wondering
1: uh i can't wait for someone to to, to take a hot take and like at david at it and his response to just be i'll stab you to some <laughs> random poor viewer <laughs>
2: it, just, it'll, just know, be all sta- it'll be i'll stab you but in parentheses next to it be not really <laughs>
1: just, just, just hypothetically know that it comes from, just know that it comes from a place of love and not hate probably
0: uh, <laughs> i'll stab you allegedly <laughs> <laughs> I'll stab you. You'll never prove it was me. <laughs>
2: now that's a threat again.
1: <laughs> it is a total threat.
0: What are you going to do? Stab me, says man who was stabbed.
2: <laughs> All right. We've been already at this for like 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> we five minutes into the
0: episode. That's what I like to hear. All right. Uh, um. Astrid shows up, gives Walter bread, and then gives Peter the case report for the Seattle murder where the dude beat him over the head with the briefcase thinking he was a demon. And then we cut to Seattle. Where it's rainy and sad. Yeah, just, that's not in the episode. That's just in life. That's just that's just <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> I don't know what I got against Seattle, but it's that apparently. Oh, also Starbucks. Fuck you, Seattle.
1: <laughs> okay, all right.
0: Um, but yeah, no, we're we're in Seattle. We cut to the hospital.
1: Um, this is, I think, the, is this the first time they went cross country at this point?
0: Um, no. no, they've
2: gone to other places. they were in the. Um... In the first episode, they went to New York.
0: That's right? not cross country though. That's that's not cross country. I'm talking about oh, like right, more they're, than they're a drive. So
2: in, you mean like literally across cross country. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. this um,
0: is the, outside of Germany, this is the furthest from Boston they've been. Yeah. Which is which means it's the furthest Walter's been yeah. from
1: Boston. Which is like sort of a big deal at this point.
2: Yeah. Um, where was the uh demon child located in the episode? like two episodes ago with the is that in
0: Massachusetts? In uh, yeah,
1: no, yeah, no. That was that was um, Massachusetts or something like that. Pennsylvania, okay. one of those. It, oh, was, it was in Pennsylvania. Yeah.
0: Okay. Which, again, is just right there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, they get to Seattle. Um, for some reason, it seems like a weird scene. I don't know if I'm forgetting if it comes up again. Olivia asked the cabbie for his card. Yep.
2: Yeah, dude, that comes up in a major
0: way. <laughs> that's that's okay. like super major, dude. Uh, that's like the I, B-plot. <laughs> I, I did not rewatch this episode, so I'm just going off oh, okay. very vague memories from about seven well, months ago. Yeah, oh, not dear. the B plot.
2: I'd say the C plot of the episode. Okay. Yes. But
0: yeah, no, he, he asks or uh, you yeah, know
1: she asks for a for a business card and like gives a pretty decent excuse this time being like, you yeah, know, in case we need to call you again. Um which yeah. fair. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like gone are the days of business cards, though. Like, they are still a thing, but less so. <laughs>
2: uh, no, dude, business cards exist. What they are now is that they are. Cause I've been going to a lot of job fairs. They're uh, QR codes just on the back that lead to LinkedIn profiles. That's
1: amazing. <laughs> That's exactly what I expected it to be.
2: Uh, <laughs> Those are business cards
0: nowadays. God. What a sad, sad reality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, um, they start talking with the guy. Um, And he is not doing so good. Um, (laughs) uh, he's, He's
0: only strapped down to a hospital bed where he's the only bed in the very large room. Yeah,
2: we get a little bit of a scene as well with Walter sort of looking in through the glass and they're looking at the dude strapped in and Walter's just not feeling the vibe of anything that's going on uh,
0: it's almost like it you know reminds him of those things from his past maybe he actually he actually turns to peter and goes son i'm not vibing this at all if <laughs> so it was in 2020 maybe uh. and then peter's like walter you have to chill <laughs> you um, give a reference if you get it
2: so he uh so walter decides to stay outside and the uh sort of peter and olivia do most of the interview with greg and greg seems to be really confused he tells them about oh yeah you might think it's crazy but i thought they were demons and i didn't know what's going on and then he starts like having a seizure sort of and freaking the fuck out and then his hair starts going white and then he dies
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a bad little sequence for him uh (laughs)
0: The hair transformation looks real good, though. It's, it is it impressive. It looks really good, yeah. Once
1: again, yeah. I want to know I want to know what the special features were, because they definitely will have talked about that, because that was a really well-done transformation. Uh.
0: Um, well, they definitely like dyed his hair, at, mm-hmm. like bleached his hair or something. So I wonder if they didn't just have him do that scene twice-ish. And oh, then and then just morph into yeah, the one with the white hair? Yeah, and morph and blend. Mm-hmm. That that's my rough rudimentary guess, but then again, the shade of white on his hair is different. So I guess you could have also just done like a CG effect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that yeah, a very amateur take. That, that's
1: still a decent take. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's yeah a little bit dead. Um, <laughs> it hasn't been six hours yet. That's why he's only a little bit dead.
2: Uh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Hey, fair enough. That's
0: true. <laughs> He's I, only mostly dead, which means that he's a little bit alive. Don't worry, we can
1: still get more information out of him. We can still see these demons if we bring out the eye thing again. But yeah, um, we cut into uh, Peter and Walter having, uh, performing an autopsy. Um, in Seattle still, in the same sort of hospital that,
2: uh, presumably the same hospital that Greg was being held in. And um, Walter is again not comfortable, like looking at all. He's kind of like sort of has a nervous energy to him and he goes to peter and he goes can can we take him back to my lab can we like i don't want to be here yeah he does a little bit of a showboaty situation to the other doctor who walks in <laughs> and he goes oh I, I blah 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 about his blood test and the doctor's like wait how did you know that He's like, <laughs> let me do the sherlock thing and show you exactly how i knew that
1: uh but yeah w- walter's also very afraid that their house is either currently burned down or completely like cleared out by uh by burglars um
2: I think that's just deflecting, though. Like, I don't think he's actually. He's just trying to look for reasons to go back.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he goes to Peter, and he's like, "I don't like Seattle. It's wet, and it reminds me of Saint Clair's, Mm -hmm. which it has a smell. Which I was right to say, fuck Seattle. Yep, no. uh, Walter agrees with you, fuck Seattle. It's weird to think that Walter's
2: uh, (laughs) Walter's comparing uh, Seattle to Guelph.
1: (laughs) That's really weird. (laughs) I never knew.
2: never knew they were so similar yeah uh
1: but yeah no um they um you know peter eventually like peter eventually decides yeah no walter you can go back um you can take the body back with you too
2: um they send him back with this random fbi agent who i guess becomes walter's handler for the rest of the episode
0: but (laughs) it's important but Peter's like, give him his sudoku. If he gets bored with that, there's like Planck's book on physics, that should keep him busy. Don't let him drink and the agent's like, Oh, like lightweight, huh? And he's like, No, at any given time, there's a bunch of psychoactive drugs in him and we don't know what they'll mix with the alcohol well or not, so just don't just don't let him drink uh the agent's like what the fuck am i doing here importantly
1: this agent doesn't give like a heartwarming backstory so i'm not worried about him dying yet at this point in the no, episode but the
2: entire episode i was just like why is this guy here because i realize eventually why he's there later on just like, who is this band what is he doing
1: they, they gotta bring in the replacement for charlie no no time
0: <laughs> oh i vaguely remember what the business cards are for now <laughs> yeah it's getting there it's getting there (laughs) because she asked she asked the doctor for a business card too and it's just as awkward
1: yeah uh guys like all right sure (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no um it's now just olivia and peter uh in seattle they'll be doing the investigation yeah it is (laughs) David, do you have your do you have your uh, your, your ideas about what uh, Peter and Livia are going to be later?
2: I think I wrote, "Ooh, they're gonna fuck so many times in my notes.
1: <laughs> An incredible number of times.
2: That and just the words "flirting" in caps <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> scrawled. I can't wait for like you to hold on to that book until you die and like your grandkids or something are going to be like what the fuck was he writing about it's oh god i mean it's
2: clearly labeled on the front for -For staff season two (laughs) but they're not
0: gonna know what that is yes they're not gonna look it up and go huh i can't find this anywhere on the internet (laughs) and this isn't exactly something you bring up in a new relationship it can easily be ignored for the length of the relationship yeah no one's gonna find this (sighs) i'm I I'm, David, I I'm mean, very... I'm to bring it up at your wedding. David, I'm very,
1: I'm very excited for you to be like, you know, like a year or like two years in your relationship and then for one of Charlie or I to bring it up and you'd just be like, no, 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 no. <laughs>
2: Why would you put this curse upon me? <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: Don't, they don't need to
0: know that. See, this is the one advantage of knowing David for as long as I've been in a relationship is she already knows all the rough shit. David <sighs> yeah. can't pull anything back. Don't you bring it up, you motherfucker! But
2: it's going to be a fantastic <laughs> wedding. <laughs> when it's I get to do only time speech. you're
0: allowed to bring that up. <sighs> when
2: I'm, I get to do my
0: speech.
1: It's I'm glad. I'm glad we're going to have to do a live from Charlie's wedding podcast episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, back on goddamn yes. task.
1: All right, all right. Okay, so um, Peter and Olivia go and talk to the recently uh, deceased's uh, wife, uh, Jill. No, no, she's not dead. Recently deceased's No, I, wife. I, I agree. I, wife. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, as in I,
2: Greg's wife. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I stand by my statement. Anyways.
0: <laughs> it sounded like you said the recently deceased wife. You cut out a little for that uh, apostrophe Uh, S. There was
1: an apostrophe S there. They
0: they go talk to her. There is a term for that, and it's called widow. There is a term. (laughs) Listen,
1: it hasn't been six hours yet. She's not a widow yet.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So they go talk to her, and they sort of learn that uh, Greg has been having a sleep or had a sleep disorder. And he would sleepwalk all the time and essentially not get rest. Um, They do. do, uh, We didn't mention it before, but uh, Walter ends up sort of confirming that the uh, cause of death for Greg was acute exhaustion, which was thought not to be possible for humans, but was proven to be possible for rats. So, like, that's not good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, once again, the doctor was a little bit, like, not okay with Walter bringing that up as well, which was great. (laughs) It's very much like, the fuck?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so they go talk to his widow, and she's like, um, he like his behavior didn't change, but he was more tired. He was late for stuff. He was working more. Um, And then he apparently, Peter sees it as a sleep journal and she's like, well, he slept walked, but he, w- he got treatment for it and hasn't had an episode in six months. And then, um, or sorry, Peter saw books about sleep disorders. And then she also gives them his sleep journal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, um yeah. do they do we cut to the hotel or are we going back to boston first we go uh, back I've, to boston briefly
2: yeah we get a scene of in boston where they're examining the body there and they find the uh stitching at the back of his head yes oh yes well, which is very suspicious
0: there's like and a then they, full-on surgical scar <laughs>
2: And then oh. we also get a scene where the FBI agent is just useless and talking about how they lost their bags. Well, no,
1: he didn't lose their bags. Uh, their bags got confiscated because Walter decided to bring raw milk with him. <laughs> Which, oh, is yeah. Which is not okay. so not okay. okay. There's a I know you're line not allowed here. to
0: take non-pasteurized milk like international, but I didn't know you couldn't take it like across I, state lines i don't
1: know about domestic um but it just like that's just not an okay thing to bring on a flight yeah. uh <laughs> there's
2: there's a great line where uh the fbi agent is going like oh, there's no way dr bishop brought raw milk and then he sees the cow <laughs> he's like well fuck <laughs> and then he just cut, like all right okay whatever Any, anyway, i'm an fbi agent
1: <laughs> yes it's fine <laughs> regardless uh, but yeah, we leave off with uh, them finding the uh, this, like, surgical scar on the back of his neck mm-hmm. uh, and cut back into Seattle, where it is now evening. And this is where David probably said Ooh. that Olivia, yes,
0: this is where the fucking was going to happen. They're gonna fuck. <laughs> well, it's, such a, it's such a weird little scene, because, like, Olivia answers, and she's obviously, like, in, like, jammies. She's wearing... A college t shirt and like sweats, and Peter comes in. He's wearing an MIT sweater, and she's just like, Huh, cute. But in at my least, case, I actually graduate, at least I got mine. And she's like, I'm assuming you bought yours to impress girls. And Peter's like, Yeah, pretty much. It worked. <laughs> Is MIT. it working now? <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, Peter then meant like Peter then goes, yeah, no, I've been I've been reading this dead guy's uh, dream journal, journal for a little while, um, and it's got some pretty messed up shit in it. But it stopped uh, a couple months ago. Um, mm-hmm. and it seems to be fine now. Um, but yeah, before that,
0: I was having a bunch of nightmares about demons. Um, not a motherfucker was also getting eight to ten hours of sleep every night for the last couple months.
2: As Ow. a lawyer, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, that-
0: As a human being, how is that possible? I don't believe you. Uh, no. <laughs> You and I both I'm... know that David could do that if he had the time.
2: <laughs> no, I can't do eight or ten. All I can do is six hours or twelve.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> no, averaging, David, averaging eight David, to ten. <laughs> David either gets no sleep at all or all the sleep. There's no healthy middle. That's what you like to hear.
2: Getting eight to ten hours is a dr- is a dream that will never happen.
1: I can <laughs> certainly
0: do it. I just don't enough of the time uh. i think even when i do get eight hours of sleep i'm still fucking dead in the morning it's because no. you're not used to it yes <laughs> yeah. i've been doing it for like three months yeah. get
1: better at it then it
2: oh fuck you <laughs> um, Drink, just drink more coffee that's that's the only
0: solution no one cup in the morning that's it
2: drink more coffee smoke more cigarettes that's how i lived university no <laughs>
0: Hey, folks, don't listen to David. David,
1: bad influence. Uh, all right, back into the episode. So um, Peter then brings up something personal because, you know, we're, we're getting personal in this hotel room here. Um, and says that, you know, when he was a kid, he had a bunch of, like, awful, awful nightmares every night. Mm-hmm. Um, but that um, Walter gave him, like, a mantra to recite um, that, you know, it yeah. wasn't real. So,
2: well not even that it's not that not that it's real it's just like i shouldn't dream tonight i hope yeah. i don't dream tonight which yeah, is like a bit of a fucked up mantra but i guess if yeah. it works
0: oh he gave me a mantra and you expect that mantra to be like healthy of mind like peace of mind he's mm-hmm. like please don't dream tonight please don't dream tonight please it's don't not dream. Not tonight. Even
2: like listen this was like i'm in control or anything it's just no just
1: beg your self-conscious listen this was the 80s not the
0: 2000s we did it, it was the mantras were different back then <laughs> Like we know, he knows Greek. Not even a phrase in Greek. Like, nope. Don't worry about it, Um... guys.
2: I wrote down here that Peter's dream thing is going to be very important. (laughs) 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 I wrote down that this is definitely going to be a huge plot point. So I'm doing a cold shot right right, now.
1: All right, cold shot. Um. uh, But yeah, uh, we then uh, get we then hear that another incident has occurred. Um, Yep. And. Yeah, it's it's not pleasant. Surprisingly, none of these are pleasant. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Because oh, yeah. uh, a guy on a motorcycle fell asleep or died while driving. Uh,
1: did not fall asleep. Deliberately ran. Oh yes, somewhere. sorry.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> very, very different things. They, they're all demons. They, this this yeah. woman deliberately ran into. Uh, yes.
0: Yes. Um, but then they call the lab while they're trying they're opening up the one dude's head and <laughs> yep, good old agent casters uh gets to help with the scalping you know which he was super <laughs> pleased about i do like how there's like blood spray on his glasses <laughs> and he's like i'm you, you do this a lot and astrid's like brains no autopsies yeah <laughs> autopsies? yeah we're kind of medical
1: examiners <laughs> fucking fucking astrid has to do everything it's ridiculous
0: she's like overqualified but but she isn't even for this she did cryptography
2: i mean technically there are no qualifications for an me position i guess you do not need to have a doctorate to be an me
0: i guess that makes sense that'd be too much effort to go i guess uh but yeah they find a computer chip in in his brain
2: yep yep and it's connected to the thalamus yeah, so
0: what does that mean? Thalamus, which is the portion of the brain. You're missing an A. Thalamus. 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 No. Thalamus. 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 Editor, make sure, make it perfectly clear that David is wrong. I'm the editor. Yeah, make, make it perfectly clear that you're pronouncing that wrong. Please. No, this is all going to get
2: cut and we're going to move on to the next section. David <laughs> <This> is wrong. <laughs> um,
0: but Peter looks at the uh, motorcycle driver and sees a same scar pattern on the back of her neckline, leading us to assume that she too has a chip in her thalamus, which is normally, I think they said normally used to re- help regulate sleep artificially.
1: Yes. Well, it's also way. just well, also
0: naturally. Normally, yeah. the thalamus yeah. does it naturally. Uh, that's a portion of the brain that does
2: that. Yes, yeah. but they uh, also. If find... I could
0: get a button that makes me fall asleep, like, can I do it?
2: I think it's called a vape. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's called a vape, dude. Just I think it's
0: called horse tranquilizer.
2: <laughs> I think that's called a CVD vape.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so many of them uh, is what I'm hearing. So David's <laughs> advice in life is just. Is just do more drugs if you have a problem.
2: Hey, it's been working out for me so far. That, has
1: it? Has it, David? Has
0: I it?
2: graduated, and I have a job,
0: and yeah,
1: it's That's really success. hard to
0: argue with him here. <laughs> uh, all right,
1: moving on to <laughs> the episode. We are now we we now have the faded broyles and uh, Nina meeting. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> They're across a table from each other. Just what everyone does before hooking up. Uh, you know, discussing <laughs> terms. <laughs> <laughs> bringing out their new kinky, th-
0: kinky toy. The- <laughs> uh, discussing terms isn't hooking up. That's just prostitution, dude. <laughs> also, um, at the beginning of the scene, there's some like heavy Dutch tilt. Oh, lot, yeah. Like a wide yeah. shot that I do not enjoy. It's just there. Don't worry about it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not cool
1: um but yeah fortunately nina knows everything uh, as we mm-hmm. continue to learn um and knows exactly where this ship is from uh and it's like yeah no it's uh it's this guy um I don't this guy think...
2: doing research on sleep
1: yep uh in in seattle he's fine he, he made this thing it's supposed to act like a pacemaker monitor your sleep cycles and make you dream but like don't dream mm-hmm. uh and yeah supposedly he's doing
0: really good work with it um and and that's the meeting yeah
1: that that's all also surprisingly for once massive dynamic is does not have their fingers involved in this it's just that they've been
0: tracking this guy yeah <laughs> probably trying to headhunt him yeah so olivia and peter go to visit him in his home and he's like yeah they're they're patients like i did a massive clinical trial i did 82 total implants
2: and like we have like thirty control group, and then it's that's very startling information to learn that there are like seventy plus people with these chips in their head walking around.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's also and shocking and, that there wasn't you know more like you'd expect more coverage on something like that coming
0: out. Well, if they want to keep it quiet, then it'll stay. It is
2: again, it's the fringe universe.
0: This this could be normal. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, he's like, everything should be fine. Oh no, someone broke into my office. <laughs> I also yeah, really... Oh no, someone his... stole all my data.
2: They go to his office and someone has ripped the server racks of his computers off. Like...
0: Also,
1: I just want to point out really quickly as well. I really love the word art for this because I like to believe that it wasn't actually word art. They just, you know, that was just there. Like that's just how this guy <laughs> likes to have his little uh, laughing. <laughs> just hanging off the stairs. Nyack sleep clinic. <laughs> <laughs> look really good
0: if uh, I ever so... own a business I'm going to do it in fringe font <laughs> like in the giant block letters I fringe. will go through the extra effort and get them floating as well make sure they're floating
1: somewhere uh. so uh, things
2: aren't looking good and they get a bunch of FBI officers sit back into their office to uh, do some investigating um, we get a shot, sort of, of him looking, essentially trying to remember as many of the patients he can. He writes down the Fringe team a note of all the names he can remember, and we get a look of him talking to his assistant, who looks so sketchy. Oh yeah, he <laughs> looks
1: completely fine. There's nothing
0: wrong with him. Uh, so it's, sketchy. It's it's just because he just hit his vape. He's super <laughs> super high right now, and then all these cops are here. And he's like, oh my god, is this for me?
1: yeah and What's also yeah, five
0: cups of coffee this morning right david <laughs> and then olivia asks him he's she's interviewing nyack and the doctor and he's like it would help people like we had great results it wouldn't make anyone kill anyone it wouldn't hurt anyone she's like can i get a business card for our records and he's like i guess I, so like yeah sure let me go off find stride. one <laughs> yeah it throws him completely off stride and i'm like that shouldn't throw you off stride that seems like <laughs> a very reasonable ask in an I investigation mean, they
2: already went to his house like yeah, it's they, not like they don't know where to find him also she's the fbi
1: uh <laughs> it's what their
0: database does
1: isn't their database like, just a bunch of business cards isn't that how it works it's, 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 it's just, just a rolodex, a rolodex? <laughs> Jeez.
0: you owe me a coke david roof is,
1: uh, it, a is it a full moon? moon um it's unfortunately not a wednesday but yeah um, um but yeah, we then get Peter giving his, his idea on what's going on here, um, and he's like, nope. yeah, no, uh, this is uh, this is definitely mind control. It's obviously mind control. Um,
2: yeah, because they mentioned that the uh, brain part where the chip's plugged in can also control motor functions. So they're like, oh, it's probably just mind control.
1: Yep, which, like, yeah, no, fair. Um Thank you sweet i got like 70 new people that i can just control with my mind
2: walter <laughs> casually mentions he was a part of the project that the actual uh, cia did in the real in the real world where they tried to do mind control of hypnosis and lsd yeah good old
1: mk ultra <laughs> um uh. it's important to notice that note that probably like if you look back at any any government project that involved lsd walter was probably a part of it and that's probably what the fringe universe canon is <laughs> Walter was just Timothy Timothy Leary, but just not quite.
2: <laughs> and so uh, Walter essentially goes, oh, I bet we could probably do a, like a test if we attach the chip to someone, we could find out. And Peter just goes, no, do not test this chip on someone. <laughs> and Walter just goes, sure, okay, fine. And they hang up and then the camera slowly pans the FBI agent and I wrote down here, oh no, this is why you're in this episode.
1: <laughs> Listen, it's important to realize that what specifically what Peter said was no testing on la- on students. Um and Walter's like, Yes, no testing on students. And then <laughs> I-, I like to think that immediately following that he went over to uh to Agent Kashgar was just like, You're not taking any courses right now, are you? <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, we get, um, we get the end of that scene. Nothing ominous happening there. Uh, and, um, so we then join back in with Peter and Olivia, uh, in their hotel room again. Uh, well, I guess Olivia's hotel room, uh, for lunch. Um, About to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. About (laughs) to fuck about mind control in particular. Um, so that's what we learned of the episode. What we learn is that actually everyone in the Fringe universe have, has a kink about mind control. Both uh, Broyles and Nina and now Olivia uh, <laughs> and Peter. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they're talk- uh Peter brings up everything about uh, mind control um, mm-hmm. and says, hey, yeah, no, we have Nyack's list here. Uh, it only has 26 names on it, though. Uh, not the, you know, 82 total implants uh, that were there. So they're bringing those people in to, uh, you know, get their... Uh, like get the chips out of them get them dechipped. uh and uh yeah no we'll have to find the rest of them because that still leaves um yeah you know, over 50 people um that might go around on a murder spree in seattle probably
2: <laughs> isn't this interspread with the uh woman in the uh the chef woman
1: um i th- Think, or is that a later scene? I think it happens immediately following this.
2: I thought it was interesting. Like, I thought they were cutting while they- this was- conversation was happening to uh, a woman in a restaurant as she starts hallucinating and seeing that the people, the, the line cooks are cooking human arms and stuff. Oh, no, Yeah. That- <laughs>
1: that is immediately following uh it is that was a crazy scene (laughs) that was a really good scene but yeah we uh then move back into uh after hearing about uh you know what might be happening with the rest of these people um and olivia giving an actual touching like speech about charlie about francis at this point um and uh, mentioning the first time that she ever uh talked with uh, charlie francis and the the last the little words that he said uh to reassure her of you're gonna be fine um, and um then they decide all right back to work time to uh time to go find the other 50 so odd people um and we cut into a, a spooky room where there are two people one guy hooked up to a bunch of uh like looks like an eeg cap um up on his up on his brain um and another guy controlling a bunch of the computers um, that's
2: uh, the lab assistant right is it that's what i thought it was it looks I a lot like him definitely it's hard pro- to tell because of the lighting but i think that's who it's supposed to be i think and it that is. makes sense story-wise as well it makes a
1: lot of sense story-wise especially because he gives a lot of concern when they they up the intensity yeah. To, to four. Mm. Um I, I looked at that and was just like the scale goes to seven. Uh, <laughs> that's all I saw with it. Yeah. Alright, so we've this been recording one for... goes
0: to eleven.
2: <laughs> we've been recording for an hour, Nick, you're gonna have to speed us through the rest oh, of this God. episode again.
1: Alright, um so uh we then as they uh bring up the intensity and pick their uh pick their next victim, um we get an intersplice scene with her of uh the start of the chip taking effect. Um, and everything starts to get kind of freaky. Um, there's a couple hands and legs getting uh, fried up on the grill. Super yeah, tasty. And dude,
0: dude with the cap is getting off on this. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's really enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> and that that no, that's not a joke, Dude's Like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> he is receiving some sort of pleasure, assumedly through whatever devices in her brain. Like he's getting the feedback from it.
1: Yep. Um, but yeah, no, the, um, Diane, our kitchen, uh, um, like our wait our waitress here uh, is like, oh my god! I've actually been working at this uh, restaurant that serves up humans all the time,
0: and um, she decides to do something and grabs a knife. And- the <laughs> actress gives the best like, I fucking hate my job. Like head tilt. Like, oh yeah, that little like tilt right there is, a, there is so good. Like she's an action star where she's like, here we go again.
1: Yeah, no. If this if this
0: was a movie,
1: that would have cut into some really good action music. Um and. <laughs> That's like Bad Boys
0: 2 opening shit. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> like it's it's like a, a rustled grizzled cop being like, gotta go kill the bad guys. Like yeah, that's the, what she gives, and it it's perfect.
1: It's really good. And unfortunately slash fortunately, we don't see the murder that follows. Um well, I don't it's, think
2: anyone actually gets murdered, because when they uh when uh, we come back no. to the scene
1: later. David, is that, they, that, that is dude, the dude
2: in the back dead? That dude's because dead. it looks like they're helping him up.
1: That dude looks so dead. Um, we'll, we'll get there when we get there.
2: Um, I feel we'll, like there should be more urgency to the scene if that was a dead body.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we, we cut back into the lab, um, and Walter's not doing anything suspicious. He's just mixing some new chemicals, um, mentions that he can't smell anything because of some coffee he had this morning, and asks, asks uh, Agent Kashner if he can smell this mixture that he's made. Which... <laughs> Alright, you're, you're in a lab with Walter, uh, you've seen him open up a, uh, a human um, and get excited about it. Are you smelling the thing that he offers you?
2: No. Oh, hell no. Hell <laughs> no.
1: You know, as someone with any scientific background as well, because Walter then holds it up to his nose, you, you don't do the little, like, waft. Nope. Uh, and the dude goes, oh, that smells like raspberry. raspberry. And then promptly goes unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, Nothing bad happens there. Um, This is totally not the second time that Walter's drugged a lab like someone, one of the FBI agent in his lab.
0: Well, Peter did say, no students. Yes, exactly. So this is fine. Uh, Yeah, so he knocks him out and then goes back to whistling and doing his stuff. Uh, They're taking all the chips out of all the patients. Um, Go, Nick. Yeah, I, I don't even know why I'm talking rapid fire through the rest of this. All right
1: um, they're, they're taking the, the chips out of all the patients. Um, we catch a little sighting of a friend and uh, there's a lot of angry people downstairs probably because if you're told, hey, we got to take out all these brain chips from your body, there's something unsafe with it. you wouldn't be pleased um, <laughs> about you know them putting them in in the first place. Um, but we then get uh, a little like a little scene of Olivia taking a call from Sam. Um and we finally get to find out what all these fucking business cards are for, um and yeah no Olivia's collected eight business cards, um all from people who are wearing some form of red, uh on the on them so kudos to you if you noticed they were all wearing red before this, um I didn't when it happened I only
2: look for dark colors
1: <laughs> exactly David <laughs> only looks for the <laughs> for the blues and blacks. Um, but yeah, he then goes. All right, take them all out. Circle one letter from each of their first and last names, um, like a true cold teller, right now. Uh, <laughs> and word scramble. Find out what the find out what the message that you're looking for. It's in those. It's in all those sixteen letters that you've now got. Um, and th- that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Go yeah. The idea it
0: being like she subconsciously knows she has to tell herself something, so this is her way of getting it to her conscious mind. Because he's like, the message is whatever you need to hear.
1: Yep. Um, and we then get Olivia heading, like, talking to Dr. Mac again. And we learn that, um, hey, uh, remember how that first data server had been exploded? Well, the good news is we have a backup server um, that held all the patient information on it. Oh, no, that one also got destroyed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who could have ever seen this coming? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, no, it's most likely an employee here. And Dr. Nyack is very much like, no, none of my employees would ever do this. Um, mm-hmm. Except
0: for that one pothead assistant.
1: <laughs> well, no, he brings that up later. No, he defends him. Yeah. He defends him <laughs> at, in the moment. He gets... <laughs> he, he then gets to see. Um, they, they then decide, hey, um, we, we've got another incident. All right, Dr. Nyack, come with us. We'll show you what's happening and why you should be more forthcoming with us. Um <laughs> And yeah, we're transported to the to the kitchen, and it's not good. Um, there's going to be a lot of therapy needed for for the owner of this place. Um, I don't know. I, I maybe the other guy's still fine. Um, oh no,
0: that other dude is dead. No, that other dude is
1: very dead. Okay. David, I didn't David, even, he's he was so in the background.
0: Dead. I didn't see him too much. He—he he was being carried away by two people. He also, is dead. Also, his face is charred.
2: They should really be. They should really be more, like, concerned about it then. Everyone seems super casual.
1: There's there's a bunch of CSI guys in the background carrying this guy out. and they're
2: interviewing a guy with a bunch of stab wounds, (laughs) (laughs) just casually a few feet away. Um... So you tell me you pulled him off of the the person who died.
1: (sighs) Uh, but yeah, no, um, Dr. Nayak sees this and is very, very horrified, uh, about what's going on, and go, and then all of a sudden thinks for a minute and goes, wait a second, my lab assistant, um, that, that pothead from yesterday, yeah, no, he, uh, he hasn't answered any phone calls today, um, it's, it's been real suspicious, he didn't come in, um, so they're like, alright, time to, time to go investigate this guy, looks like we've found our man, um, uh, they show up, uh, to the lab assistant's, uh, lab assistants apartment. Um, and as they're breaking in, this gets interspliced with Dr. Nye making his way back to the, uh, uh, back to the office and finding a note uh, that uh, says, stop talking to the feds or wind up like Zach as Olivia and Peter find a very dead Zach. Uh. Just
2: in
0: a cupboard, dead. Also, don't they... like Peter Like tries the door handle. Does he, I forget. Does he say like, hey, did you hear something? And Olivia's like, yup, as he breaks in? Was that in oh, this episode? Classic. Or is that or is that committing or is that them committing a felony in a different episode? Don't worry about it.
2: I was like, where are you going with this?
1: Don't worry about all the felonies that they're committing. It's fine. This is the Patriot Act, right? Everything's the Patriot Act. <laughs> Patriot Act. Um But yeah, we then cut back into the lab where Walter's got um, a a bunch of electrodes hooked up to uh, Agent Kashner. And Astrid is surprisingly fine about this.
0: No, she's not. She's like, don't tell me you did brain surgery on him. Walter's like, I wanted to. But I found out I could just hook it up to the net and it would achieve the exact same effect.
1: Okay, you're right. But also, remember, Astrid has already been drugged by Walter in the previous season and shows back up to the lab and sees another drugged FBI agent and doesn't immediately go, that's it, Walter, no, you're, you're done, get out of here.
2: She gets uh, some, like, protest to it, but then when asked to help, like, do some stuff, she immediately just sighs and goes and d- does it.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Walter's like, don't be a Grinch. Science should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> now to me up to his brain. With this. Um, but yeah, no, they,
1: uh, hook, they hook Walter up to his brain. Um, and yeah, no, um, John Noble does a uh, great, uh, great job acting this part as well here. Um,
0: <laughs> either a green unicorn just ran across the lab or accidentally took some LSD. <laughs> it's great. And Walter's just trying to figure out what drug he
1: accidentally took, um, before this and decides, nope, this is none of them. This is way
0: better than all those drugs. Um, this is and, an episode of Black Mirror basically. And, no, like this is an episode of Black Mirror. There's an episode where a guy gets a thing that let, lets him feel other people's pain and then he no, becomes okay. a pain fetishist. Hey.
1: Um but yeah, no, we uh then learned that from Walter that Peter's theory wasn't quite correct um and that no these chips are transmitting a bunch of data. Uh they're not actually receiving any data, so there can't be mind control happening. But instead um what's happening is that these patients um all of these bad dreams before they can actually like be transmitted into the brain are being siphoned off and sent out to the server um so these people aren't dreaming anymore um which means that first of all their brains like they're, they're not hitting REM which is a spooky thing um so their brains are recharging at night um which is kind of why they're all seeming a little bit dead tired after all this mm-hmm. time and then um, are
0: actually dead tired yeah and then possibly are actually <laughs> dead tired uh, and
1: um, Walter then brings out Yeah, no, um, what, what this guy's doing Is he's just becoming Gengar
0: um,
2: <laughs> He is stealing their dreams
0: He, yes. is, he has learned Dream Eater uh, <laughs> If that doesn't make sense Just ignore it, it's dream logic <laughs> I'm bringing Boom, back the episode in a while. puns I'm bringing them back That's
1: what we like to hear, Charlie Um yeah, um, the good news is our next scene. We then learn that Dr. Nyack um, has decided not to listen to that note and shows Olivia and Peter, uh, the stop talking to the feds or end up like Zach Note, um, which is kind of you know a positive. It happens in too, way too many episodes where they just don't, you know, the, the guy's like, all right, don't, don't talk to anyone else, and they, yeah. it's like, all right, cool.
0: Nothing. And then Walter calls and is like, hey, bad dreams are a really good drug. Well, no, he (laughs) mentions that, like, it's, well, remember, it's not just bad dreams that these people are
1: having. They're having good dreams, too. And this is just, (laughs) imagine if all of that euphoria was brought into, like, a minute.
0: Um, Yeah. Well, he, Walter says, like, bad dreams are a lot better than good ones. Yes. (laughs) And he's like, bad dreams are a hella good drug. This dude's probably an addict. Yeah. And then Peter looks at the threatening note Nyack got, and then his handwritten patient list, and they're, like, mm. just the same.
2: Well, we get a scene first where Olivia discusses uh, about her father being an addict, and I would, like, yeah, he being... can be a different kind of person when he's looking for a fix. Yep. And so then she does the comparison of the handwriting and goes, oh, my God, our, our, our villain of the week is Nyak. Yeah. We
0: actually, a good it twist. Coming. It was.
2: <laughs> it's a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde situation, it, essentially. It
1: really is, too. Um... Uh, but yeah, we then get um, Nyack phoning um, whoever this person is. This this is the great thing is that happens before as well. Yes. So we get Nyack phoning and going, hey, you, you might as well give this up. I talked to the feds. Um, and it's kind of and begging then, with this
0: guy. And then Nyack listening to that voicemail and sending himself a threatening voicemail. <laughs> well,
2: it's like listening to the message and then deleting it and then going, hmm, that won't stop me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to the downstairs. <laughs> Time to and go goes, put on my dream cap. Yeah,
2: and he goes into the basement and turns on this enormous machine, like computer room. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, truly massive amount of like technology in his
1: basement. Yeah, no, he he was making some serious cash, David. He, he had the money. This is just a giant gaming rig, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's
0: a, he's about to play Microsoft Flight Simulator because the oh, next patient, yeah. the next patient is a pilot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And he sinks into it. And the pilot is having a messed up dream about the co-pilot. That pilot Uh, is
0: having an episode of Fringe dream. A different episode of Fringe. uh, (laughs) Occurs he's having a season one david robert jones makes people's mouths seal shut episode yeah and he
2: is quite reasonably freaking the fuck out
0: um but is still determined to take
1: off this plane and seize the uh seize the bridge in front of him so he's still got some time before he can take off um nothing bad could be happening with that except it's Um, a seaplane
2: and there's a cruise ship in
0: front of him there's no cruise ship there there's never been a cruise ship (laughs)
1: Listen, David. It sounds like someone's gaslighting you. There's, no, there's no cruise ship there. <laughs> but, uh, so he's driving
2: it straight into the cruise ship. Then he knocks his co-pilot out with a fire extinguisher.
1: Well, because his co-pilot's <laughs> like, "Yo, what the fuck? Don't hit that cruise ship!" And he's like, "Oh my god, the the thing! It's trying you to talking? stop me." You have no
2: mouth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he has no mouth, and he must scream.
2: And so, uh, while this is happening, the Fringe team is basically showing up to Nike's house to
0: stop him. They shoot and... the computer, and I think it just kills him.
1: Well, no, so it's important to note that Nyack has set his uh, his intensity to seven. Uh, like, all the way
2: up. And I think he was already in the process of dying yeah. from overstimulation. But they managed to turn the machine off, and he ends up dead on the table where he's connected to. Yep. And fortunately, the man uh, driving the plane uh, comes back to it and manages to dodge the cruise ship. He yeah. just
1: goes, oh, shit, there's a cruise ship there. Well, time to take off, I guess. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that's the that's the A plot kind of done. Yep. Um, uh, and then our resolution to Olivia's stuff is she goes to a cemetery and finds Charlie's grave, which um, fortunately
1: only has one date of death on it. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would Boy. I would also I would also like to point out how messed up it is because I'm assuming that they buried Charlie from this, um which means that that's not Charlie that's buried there. <laughs>
2: Ooh, would you, you bury think... the shapeshifter, no, or would you no. just no? That's, you would just an have the empty, empty grave.
1: That's just an empty grave. Oh, I guess. You, I guess you tell. I guess you tell the the wife that it's a closed casket funeral.
0: Or you <laughs> do like you... a dummy or something. Like, yeah, this... there's there's no way they buried the shapeshifter. Or you bury
2: that. the shapeshifter and just don't tell the wife. <laughs> that's, that's no, that I'm shapeshifter
0: saying. is government property now. I mean, <laughs>
2: yeah, no. To be yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And then we get
0: we get a nice resolution because she uh she solves her anagram and it it decodes to you're going to be fine which is what, what charlie, charlie told to her when they first met yeah it's super and sweet it's, it's a nice little resolution yeah and
1: then we very get very sad and then we <laughs> get a uh, not ominous at all uh scene of a uh of a young boy sleeping a very uh,
2: chubby young boy a
1: very chubby young boy <laughs> <laughs> um sleeping and um wakes up and sees walter there um says dad uh and then screams
0: and then we cut to peter having a nightmare for oh. apparently the first time in years peter did say he never remembered a dream from eight to almost 19
2: yeah which is yeah crazy. which is a huge amount of time yeah nope.
0: um yeah and Peter's like, I think I was having a bad dream. You were there. And Walter's like, you remember anything else? And Peter's like, nope, I did not. And <laughs> Walter's like, that's, that's good. <laughs> that's for the best, son. Clicks off the lamp. Go back to sleep.
1: I'll go back to the living room. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's, that's the episode.
2: Yeah. Um, so, uh, what is well, our we'll do, cipher? Yeah.
0: The cipher is betray, which...
2: I guess Nick was betraying them, yeah.
0: Yep. yeah or he was you go betraying. back to last episode. Yeah, he was betraying himself. Um, yeah, you could even relate it back to last episode. Um, I'm sure there's themes in this one that relate. Um, yeah, this is a good one. And then um, if you miss The Observer, how, again... Very prominently paced. Uh, when Olivia is talking to the nurse with the commotion downstairs, as right before she gets the phone call from Sam Weiss, you can see the observer walking down the stairs in the background. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and now it's time for the best segment of the week:
1: David. Mailbag.
2: No, <laughs> the Mailbag.
0: David. <laughs> Mailbag's empty. That's the bit. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David. Oh. where
1: Where Where do you think? Where do you think the, the uh, next episode clue was? I don't in the last fucking episode? know. Just
2: tell me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, just... so I'm just going to say, I fucking called it last episode. Um, remember Did when you... we were watching this? And yeah. we stopped, and we stopped at the one point to look at all the graffiti, and then I went um, to sleep. You know how he, per... fucked
0: up. he fucked up a Shakespeare quote? I, I fucked up the Shakespeare oh, quote. Yeah? Um, oh, do you yeah. Oh, yeah. I used the To quote sleep pretends
2: to dream. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's
0: yeah. actually a pretty solid next episode clue. That's um, a pretty good one. That we actually picked up on. I picked we just didn't on. know it. <laughs> I literally you, looked you it up. You
2: thought it said perhaps. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did. To um, sleep perhaps
0: to, to dream. dream. <laughs>
1: I looked at it and was like, oh, I fucked that one up. Uh, But yeah, no, that was the great thing. was afterwards, I was like, all right, was that the next episode clue? I looked it up and then immediately messaged Charlie and was like, I fucking called it. (laughs) I was like, can I mention this to David? He was like, no. I was like, oh. Uh, But yeah, no, an actually decent. um, Damn, that's
2: super surprising.
1: I I can't wait for the next episode for (laughs) whatever that one's going to be.
0: Uh, (laughs) yeah uh ratings david
2: um uh, i I, just another like three i think
0: yeah three and a half for me yeah this is a this is three and a half this is a good episode not fantastic
2: yeah just another good episode of fringe yeah
0: yeah little sprinklings a much better twist for the villain reveal than most episodes yeah. Yes, I think this I had
2: don't... one of the stronger antagonists of most yeah. fringe episodes.
1: Yeah, it was a solid Jekyll and Hyde like twist
0: at the end there. Um, Jekyll and Hyde, okay. <laughs> Jekyll. <laughs> uh, David, do you have any fun facts? Ooh-hoo. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, how? Not really. <laughs> oh, Charlie, have you got any? <laughs> um, there are a. couple couple um when peter is when we cut to peter having the dream as a boy and seeing walter uh, he's wearing a jersey with number 96 on it uh joshua jackson played charlie conway in mighty ducks the movies
2: oh he was number 96 nice um
0: there's a bit of a spoilery
2: one then don't say it no like yeah (laughs) no spoilers um, there is another fun fact: is when they were filming the hospital scenes in a mental institute in Vancouver that did actually have patients at the time. Oh, and so the, the patients uh, were known to sort of wander into shots, and so Joshua Jackson I think said that it was an interesting shoot. Yeah, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. No.
1: Uh. Thank you, everyone, for listening uh hope you enjoyed the episode if you did uh please leave us a like or a comment on whatever podcatching service that you're using uh speaking of those you can find us at uh any of the uh common podcatching services you can find us at uh apple Podcasts. you can find us on spotify you can find us on amazon alexa now i believe um (laughs) actually i think so yeah you can find us on uh yeah you can find us on amazon alexa now um so hell yeah hit hit Uh, ForSaf up over there Um, And yeah no. If you want to be sending us an email um, You're more than welcome to You can reach us at ForSaf at gmail.com You can also um, Send us uh, Hit us up with a tweet uh, At forstaff. Thank you guys so much for listening And we'll see you next week Outro
2: The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch, and is licensed under an Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.